Did you know on average, it takes nearly 4,000 listens to reach the top 1% of podcast episodes and 99% of podcasts will never reach that mark. That is where HubSpot Creators Program comes in to invest in emerging podcast creators globally, just like me. I'm excited to announce that the Shine Online podcast is officially a part of the Creators Program at the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. That means the podcast team will have access to a ton of new resources like editors and marketers to help us keep creating high quality episodes and growing our community. I'm also in good company with shows like Content is Profit and No Street Path. Check out the shows and learn more about the HubSpot creators at HubSpot.com slash creators. Welcome to the Shine Online Podcast. I'm your host and video content coach, Natasha. And after years of being a social media manager for service providers, coaches, and physical product brands while creating content for my own brand, I realized how important it is to infuse video into your strategy, no matter what surface or platform you decide to use for your brand. This podcast will help you create strategic video content that doesn't take away from your business, but fuels its growth. You'll leave each episode with a simpler way to show up with confidence that isn't reliant on the latest trend or gimmicky hacks, but a sustainable strategy. Ready to go from overwhelmed to confident in your content strategy? It's your time to shine. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about how to actually show up in your video content, like you physically being in your content for your brand or business. And yes, creating more video content is often a struggle for business owners, but there's also this deeper rooted struggle that I've seen as a video coach of this fear of actually showing up in your video content. So first things first, if you're listening to this, I want to affirm that however you feel about getting on video is absolutely okay. It's normal. You are not alone and that this podcast is a safe space to really help you feel supported with your journey on showing up more on video. And I think this leads us naturally to the question of, do I even need to be in my videos? Because I often see a lot of content around X amount of ways to create video content without ever having to show your face. And I feel like this is like a band-aid versus actually tackling the root of why we're not on video content. So do you always need to be 100% in every video? No, not all of the time. But the more that you are in your video content, the more it will help your strategy. And I am saying this from someone that not only has seen the benefits of how I've been able to grow my own brand, but also I, as a former social media manager, manage content for product business owners, service providers, coaches and educators. And what I found overall is when I was able to take over their content and encourage them, like, let's hop on video. Let's incorporate some more video. Can I come over and we have a content day? The more I kind of pushed them outside of their comfort zone and we did more videos, those always were the top performing pieces of content. And the reason why is that we want to build a community that feels connected to you, not just a following. You can grow a following 
following. You can have 10,000 followers, but if it's not a true community, they're just followers. They're just sitting ducks, right? And along with that, you being in your content builds a deeper trust with your community. So they know exactly who they're learning from, who they're buying from, who they're investing in, and who they're essentially getting by being a part of your community on social media, but also being a client or customer of yours. And if we like put that all together, like the biggest why, why do you need to be on video? You physically, when we combine the community and having trust with that community, that will lead to higher conversions from your content because we're not just posting just to post, right? We have goals on how to move our businesses forward. And that is really what video does in a way that other pieces of content only scratch the surface of. So I really want to start this episode before I give you the actionable tips. I want to identify what is the obstacle or the reason why you might not be on as much video as you'd like to. So kind of raise a virtual hand or give me like a virtual nod if this is resonating with you. But what I overall found, I actually asked over on stories, like what is the one reason why you're not on more video content? And I can definitely attest to inside my group coaching program, I've heard these same things. So it really came down to three main categories. The first being physical appearance. I need to have a bra on. My makeup isn't done. My edges aren't laid. I'm having a bad hair day. Or literally feeling like you can't post the story. You can't post the reel without having a filter. Or even worse, having a filter with the eyelashes and the nose and the lips and the skin smoothing. Like it has to alter how you physically look here in the moment. This is like leaning into this concept that you have to look quote unquote presentable to even be in your videos. And this is where a lot of our insecurity or thing that we just don't love about ourselves. Maybe it's that you're heavier than you used to be, or maybe it's that you're older or younger or your skin or whatever it is. I know I have them. We all have those insecurities and it's really easy to see how us having to literally look at ourselves in this video we're posting for our brand literally put set on spotlight. So this is definitely one of the main obstacles that people experience on why they're just not on video because they like physically don't want to be. The second reason is confidence levels. And there's a lot of different bubbles that go into this confidence conversation. A lot of things that I heard was I'm terrible at video. I struggle with getting my message across or like I'm not great at talking to camera. I don't know what to say. This fear of am I being annoying? What are people going to think? What are people going to say? Or I'm just like camera shy. It doesn't feel natural. And I don't want to feel like I'm forcing myself to perform and don't want things to be cringy. And when I get into the tips, I am going to show you how you can build this confidence because it absolutely takes time. But confidence is a really big reason why. I mean, it makes it so much harder to pull out that phone, to post the reel, to do the story, to go live because you just don't even feel like you have something to offer. And that's really where imposter syndrome is doing the absolute most. Those things are not true. There's a place for you in your video. 
And the last thing that I find is an obstacle is kind of more of the logistical elements of like filming yourself in content. You're like, I can film my coffee. I can film my computer. I can film all these other things. But me, that's where it gets a little iffy. And so a few issues that I heard, which are definitely things that we want to improve. And I'm going to give you some quick tips on is my lighting's not great. I don't have a lot of privacy. I don't, so I don't have a space to actually create content. Maybe it's like setting up the show like literally like getting the tripod where should I be where should I film I don't have anyone to help me create content I don't have a space I like to create content in right so this makes it where you're having this complete other obstacle like literally in your path of like I literally do not have an effective way of filming myself and so if any of those three things have resonated with you you are in the right place you are in the right episode because I'm going to give you some quick tips on how you can just feel a little bit better in your video content. But before I dive into those, I hope that just me addressing a lot of the common thoughts that my own community have and you probably have as well is that you are not alone in these feelings. We are all figuring it out. I could even relate to a lot of those feelings as well. And it took me years to get to where I am today where I don't think as much about me actually being on video. Do I sometimes post a story and I'm just like, I don't really love that or I don't really feel like I have something to say or all those feelings. Absolutely. It's a journey. It's not an end destination, right? We don't get to the end of the path and we're like video pros. It's a journey with ebbs and flows. So the first step is really embracing that. But the second step is tackling these tips that I'm going to give you to show up more in your video content. So let's talk about the physical appearance. And this is where mindset can just get real icky real fast. The first tip is therapy. Yes, therapy. I am in therapy. I recommend therapy to literally everyone on this planet because there's some things that a coach like me can help you with. And there are some things that we need professionals to help you with. So if you really feel like there's a deeply rooted physical appearance insecurity or something that's just holding you back from essentially growing your business, right? That's holding you back from probably doing other things in your life. I cannot recommend therapy enough. I want to give some other kind of more actionable tips that will hopefully be helpful with physical appearance. So the first is kind of like, what can you control that maybe will help you feel good? Like having a content uniform that can help you feel more confident. For me, I like to be comfy as well. I don't like to wear bras. I don't like to wear a lot of makeup. And sometimes my hair is looking like a floof ball. So I have figured out things in my getting ready routine, things in my wardrobe, like comfy bra tops or pants that look nice that I feel comfortable in and different things like that I can lean on if I want to be in my video content so my physical appearance isn't in the way of it. And I think this also comes down to embracing your imperfections, right? You don't need to show up on video with a full face of makeup. You don't need to any of those things that you think you need to have that's going to make you look more professional. It's all about how you feel the most like you and the most comfortable and confident. And this gets really deep when we talk about the conversation of rewriting what professional means to you versus what being authentically you and how you want to connect with your people really looks, especially as women. Even as women of color, there's a lot of ways that society, corporate culture has told us that we need to look, sound, act a certain way to even be taken seriously in a room, this room being video content and social media, right? And so I think it's really important 
important to understand that you don't need anything. You don't need to alter yourself to be confident in your content and to even be taken seriously in your content. And this is kind of where the conversation around to use the filter or to not use the filter. I think filters can be really helpful. I love using them, especially when they don't change my face. I find that it can just make a video, especially on stories, just look a little bit better, look a little bit more enhanced, and it can make me feel a little bit better about showing up in that way. But I want to make sure we're never using stories or we're never using filters from a place of like, this is the only solution that I have to actually be on my video content. So just to recap, quick tips for if physical appearance is maybe preventing you from being in your video content is therapy. 10 out of 10 can recommend. The second thing is figuring out what your content uniform is that can make you feel good, like getting ready for the day. What feels authentic to you? What feels comfortable that you can do that will make getting on video a little bit easier? So maybe it's comfy clothes that still look nice. Maybe it's having a go-to hairstyle when like you don't want to do your hair. Whatever that is, figuring out what your content uniform is that's going to help you feel more confident. The other thing is like maybe doing some journaling or reflecting of rewriting what professional, what being taken serious really means and how that relates to your physical appearance and rewriting that of like what feels the most authentic to me and how I want to show up for my community. Also thinking, right, like your community might look just like you. So it actually can be really powerful to lean into that. While you're listening to this podcast, you're probably doing something else too, like mastering the art of the matcha latte, getting in your daily movement, working on your business, or is that just me? But when you're having conversations with your customers and community, the same is probably true for them. They're catching up on DMs, mentally planning for the work week. So growing conversations beyond the moment can be challenging. HubSpot helps you go beyond the moment by connecting you and your team, giving you access to the exact same data and helping you see the full customer picture, what motivates them, what their expectations are and how you can blow them out of the water. With powerful tools that connect marketing, sales, ops and service, HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your team to transform customer moments into extraordinary customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Tired of keeping up with the latest lip sync audios and spending hours on your video content each day? There's a more sustainable way to create low energy, high impact video content with a rinse and repeat workflow, which is why I'd love to invite you to my free five day video confidence challenge, where you'll get one of my simple video strategies, which is a teaser of what's inside my signature video confidence program. No talking, fancy transitions or trends needed. Get access to the video exercise and prompts at videoconfidencechallenge.com or I've linked it in the show notes. Now let's dive back into the episode. And the last thing is figuring out if a filter can be helpful or if it's more harmful than anything with your content. And so that's kind of where we're going to tackle physical appearance. Boom, get out of our way. 
Now we're going to talk about confidence levels. So I'm going to start with one tip, which is start small. Whenever you're doing something new in your business, in your social media strategy, when it comes to video, you want to make sure that you're not trying to do the absolute most. I often see when my clients first come to me that like the first thing they're asking is, how do I do this fancy edit you did on your story? And how do I do this trend? And how do I add this new thing to my strategy? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let us start with the basics, right? Let's start with posting one to two things on stories every day. Let's start with just dabbling with quote videos, which is something that I teach inside my challenge, right? Let's figure out what is the lowest lift way for you to like get your bearings with video. And then it's going to be a trickle effect because you're going to just be doing it more. So a few things you can do is like start posting more on stories. Such an easy way to do that. Another thing is just start filming video clips of you just doing your daily routine, pouring coffee, walking into your office, things like that. Stock content. I have an entire video exercise inside my five-day video confidence challenge that helps you source that and get some inspiration if that's something you're interested in at videoconfidencechallenge.com. And also you can just, maybe you really like talking, go live, right? Whatever feels like the lowest lift way, focus on that, master that, and then go from there. Do not add in the fancy things you think you need that you see someone else doing. Stay in your lane and master that first. And that's where the most annoying tip of all comes in of practice. To become more confident at anything, you need to practice. You need to put in the hours. And that means it might look a little messy, right? It might be imperfect. It might not be at a 110%, whatever that even means, right? So that's my one tip I want to give with confidence. Another thing is starting to get clear on what's your thing, right? What do you want to share with the world? This is where a strategy comes in of understanding what are your content pillars? What are the content ideas that you want to be sharing? Because I think when we're showing up on video, literally thinking about what we want to say or what we want to communicate, that's where the like talking and sharing your message can get really hard, right? We're thinking when we're supposed to be creating. So having a process of not only having a strategy to fall back on, but also storing the ideas when you get them. And just this brings the reminder home of if you know more than someone else, it is worth sharing. So you don't need to be the expert of the expert or whatever that even means, right? To share something on social media. It can be the messy middle. It can be just a part of the journey. It can be something that you're learning or reflecting on or interested in and curious about or something that's been helpful for you or just one person that you know. That is worth sharing sharing. So store those ideas, get clear on what value you have to offer and show up for that person that needs it. And another thing with confidence is what you're telling yourself of maybe why you're not feeling confident. Is it really true? So an example that I hear all the time is I'm an introvert or I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. And it's important to understand, like, does being an introvert really disqualify you from being on video? Because I'm an introvert. Probably a lot of people you follow maybe identify as introverts. Why can't you show up in your video content in a way that feels good for you? You don't need to be louder. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to perform to actually be in content in a way that feels really great for you. So I think it's really important to kind of debunk a lot of those things that we lean on as essentially excuses, right? Of I'm an introvert, so like I'm just not good at video. But who says that's true? Who said you can't lean into video in a way that might be a little uncomfortable at first, right? But that is actually something 
something that feels normal to you, feels like you're just being 100% yourself and really just creating video in a way that feels the most natural to you. And that also addresses the I'm afraid of being annoying. If you're annoying someone, they're not your people. But chances are, I find that we worry so much more about being camera shy and we don't know what to say and that we're terrible at video, right? We're so easy to critique ourselves when people honestly are probably doing the same thing with their own content or they're like not even worrying about you. We care so much more about those things, which isn't a bad thing, right? It shows that we care about the brands and businesses that we're building and we want to show up as our best. But you don't need to worry about annoying the right people that are going to be interested in your content. Absolutely not. Okay, the last tips that I want to share is around filming yourself. So the first thing that's really important is to get your toolbox down. So you absolutely do not need to spend a dime to start with content. I know when I first started creating videos, I literally would prop my phone up on my laptop. I would prop my phone up on my water bottle, like literally anywhere my phone would stay for like a few seconds. That is what I would use. I would hold my phone in talk. So you literally just need your phone, right? But I do think that investing in affordable tools kind of gives you a little buy-in, right? Like, okay, I bought my tripod. Let me go. Let me do this content. Let me show up. Let me actually start doing this video thing. So I'm going to leave a few links of video tools that I really like and enjoy, but there's a few different options, right? A tripod could be a great option. And what you could do is if you can leave the tripod open and ready to go. So you don't need to set it up or break it down. You don't want to get a tripod you need to plug in. You just need a tripod that's really easy to use. So I'll leave my current favorite right now. Another thing is using something like a flip stick. I'm an affiliate for them and I really love how it's something that you simply put on the back of your phone and it'll literally allow your phone to stick to any flat surface. So that might be something really easy, right? It's already on your phone. So you're more likely to just stick it on a wall or stick it on a counter or wherever you're trying to create your content. So a flip stick's another great option or one of my most used tool on my actual desk is a phone stand. So this is just something that's like a little stand that I put my phone on. This is great for lives. This is great for stories. And it's something that's very small that like I see it all the time. So I literally put my phone in it and we'll do a time lapse or we'll do my stories. So just having a tool that's really easy to access and that leans into how you want to create videos is really, really important because it's going to make it a lot easier for you to actually get footage of you. So that's the first thing. The second thing is figuring out your location for actually creating your content. And I am really grateful that I have an amazing yellow cutie pie office now, but I have not had offices in the past. I have been in co-working spaces, coffee shops, literally in my parents' house bedroom. My childhood bedroom was where my office was for a lot of the time. So I have been roughing it in terms of where I've been creating video content. And what's really important is you just need a corner to create video content. So maybe it's a blank wall. Maybe it's moving a chair in a specific location that you know you can sit and do your stories every day. Whatever that is, figure out what that location is. And I know for some people, you might feel the most creative and inspired when you're at your favorite park or at your favorite coffee shop. I'm thinking of one of my clients that said like, when I'm out on a walk with my partner, my dog and my favorite park, like that's my jam. So it's really important to 
lean into that of like maybe once a week, once a month, you go out and about with a friend or a business friend you trust or a loved one and say, hey, can you just like take some clips of me? Like we don't have to do anything crazy. Like just capture some footage of me, like some stock content, right? So maybe it's getting out and about. Maybe it's going to your favorite coffee shop with a business friend once a month. So maybe it's like going into your community and that's also might make you feel more confident because they're going to hype you up. You want to choose those people that are going to support you with creating more video content. And that also can be a great way of like, maybe it's a co-working space. I know I used to create a lot of my content. I'd go to a meeting room and create my content there, right? So it's really finding the location and the tools that are going to make it easy for you to show up. And it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be for multiple hours every day. You just need a few moments in your day that's going to make actually filming yourself a lot easier. And this also comes down to just getting in the habit of capturing stock content when you can. I just put up my phone stand. I put up my flip stick. I put my phone somewhere and I will just capture what's happening. And I think being able to like have that be your small first step as you're building your confidence for filming yourself is a really great way to kind of get introduced into that. I know another setback was lighting. So maybe it's investing in a small portable ring light or setting yourself up where you're filming in front of maybe a bright window or something like that. So it's really setting yourself up for success. And I think that's really the common thread of all these simple tips, right? Having your content uniform, having one piece of video content that you can like lean back on and that be where you build your confidence, right? Or just figuring out your toolbox or that one little corner or that location or that content day that you can lean on for video content. So hopefully this will kind of give you some actionable tips of whether it's your mind set or things that you can do in your setup to really make sure that you're setting yourself up for success and getting in your videos. It might not be easy at first, but I promise you it is worth it. And just think of what is that one person, that one person that might be looking for someone just like you to connect with, to learn from, to invest with, right? They're looking for you on social media. You just need to show up for them. So just think of that person. Think of that person when you're talking, think of that person when you're creating content and it will help you get to that next step. And if talking about the mindset and confidence side of video with some actionable tips, but also some mindset coaching was something that was really supportive for you, just talking about the mindset side of video and actionable steps to get you through those obstacles. This is literally what it's like to be on my group coaching calls inside my signature video confidence program. You get access to six months of coaching calls with me where we deep dive into these issues and I'm continuing to go back to you and support you and I get to know your strategy and your business and your strengths and the places that you want more support. So definitely look into more details around my group coaching program if you feel like you really need deeper support in this area because that is one of my favorite things to coach on in those group coaching calls. This is kind of like a taste of what we talk about. And so just to recap your takeaways from today's episode is that your video mindset is just as important as your strategy. So you have to address whatever those obstacles are, whether it's your physical appearance or related to your confidence on video, we need to address those and work through those first and foremost. The next thing is confidence really comes with setting yourself up for success. So take away any obstacles for taking action so you can get into the weeds of it in practice, whether it's your setup, whether whether it's the tools that you're using, whether it's just starting small with a piece of content you're really excited about, those are my 
my takeaways for you. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine Online podcast. I hope this episode has helped you find a simpler way to show up consistently on video. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with a business owner you know who is struggling with content and video in their business. Or connect on Instagram at Shine with Natasha by taking a screenshot and sharing your biggest takeaway. See you in the next episode.